Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey, Jake. Yes, sir. Did you know it is our anniversary month? How long have we been married? (laughs) No, the show. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I did know The that, show's actually. anniversary. We are turning six years old, and to celebrate that- We're going to first grade. We're <laughs> close. We're giving a discount on our Patreon. If you join the year-long subscription to the Patreon, you can get 15% off during the month of May. You can find out everything about our Patreon at patreon.com slash thecritshow, but all tiers for the month of May are 15% off when you sign up for the annual membership. Is that as exciting as first grade? You know, now that I'm kind of remembering back to first grade, that's far better than first grade. The Crit Show contains elements of horror, fantasy violence, and adult language. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. We didn't record this week as we are taking the holiday off, so uh, there's no intro. I got no intro for you. So go listen to the episode. Go on, what are you waiting for? Get out of here. No, seriously, there's no no there's no intro. Just just the episode. Go on. Are you still waiting? There's no I, I promise there is no intro. It is just me at my desk. There's no intro. Okay, bye. You are all inside of the PT Cruiser, inside of the subterranean lair. Landara is standing next to the driver's window with her gun raised, looking back between Kim and Megan at Carrington. I open the door and, like, scramble out. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah, I think same. I don't. I turn and look at her over my shoulder. Oh, fuck you. What? I was on to you. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm going to kick the door open and, and step out. It's okay, everybody. It's chill. I, I mean, sort of. Why are you being so casual about this? She mind controlled us. Yeah, and now she can't. Well, I, I what? You enthralled us, but in a very literal sense. Oh. Oh, God. Is that why everyone's so nice to me? Wait, you didn't know you were doing this? Um, I mean, I know that there was something about me that people just always listened to me and wanted to be my friend. I want to try to read her mind. Yeah, why don't you uh, roll investigate a mystery with your telepathy ability? And as this is going on, Jeffrey and Grandpa Tincher and Rev have all just frozen where they are. Nine. All right, you get to hold one. What is being concealed here? You get the distinct feeling that she was aware that she was doing something, but you also remember it coming over you, and it seemed to be when your mind was turned on her, not when her mind was turned on you. So it almost seems like a defense mechanism, something that she wasn't controlling, but maybe was aware happened. But it was happening to literally everyone she met, so 
to think of it as something she did, it doesn't strike her that way. I think I just open up a mental chat room with all of us and Carrington. Don't Don't pretend pretend like like you weren't aware aware something was going on. When you open up this chat room between her and the rest of the group, it's not as strong, but you do feel that sense again of warmth towards her with all of your minds linked. I think when I feel that pull and I recognize it, I shut off the chat room and I just say aloud like, okay, she still definitely has some sort of ability. Yeah, okay. I don't think we need to panic here. We don't, we certainly... Don't need to have guns raised. Nothing like this. We can all relax a little bit. I started to pick up on this back there before she took me. But yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's like some poison animals, right? That let themselves get bit so that you sort of give that little bit of a, a warning to others or, you know, let them fall to whatever it is your defense is. She couldn't control it, but It was a defense that she knew she had. What the fuck are you talking about? I thought Jake just said that it was like some kind of mental control. If this person can control your minds, then I need to shoot her. Uh, It's not really like mental control. It's more like you start just feeling like amiable thoughts towards her. I guess that sounds like mental control. It is a form of mental control. She made us love her, but it sounds like it was inherent... And not deliberate, and I guess that's a different discussion. Well, like your favorite movie star? How you, like, they don't try to make you fall in love with them. Yeah, they're just just so charming. Yes, exactly like that. Okay. Except you don't really have a choice whether or not you like them. Now, I don't really have a choice whether or not I like Henry Cavill, so. That's fair. I don't think she's able to do it as strongly here. Like, I still felt that. Did you guys feel that when I opened up the communication? That there was still a little bit of that pull? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so it's still here but maybe not as strong. Either way, like, she could have put us in a bad spot so many times. All she was trying to do was live in a place that was trying to kill everybody. I'm not mad at that. I'm mad that I fell for it. Uh, I'm mad that there's a little bit of, oh, what's going on happening here? Like, fucking stop it. But, and I just, I literally look around the room. I mean, come on, raise your hand if you're at least a little bit dangerous. As you look around the room, you notice that there is a new door in the wall. It is just behind where the computer is. And that door opens and Ori comes out, kind of wiping his eyes like he's just woken up. Hey, what's going on? Why's everybody got their hands raised? (laughs) He looks around, just slowly raises his. Yeah, that's that's correct. (laughs) You heard raised voices. Oh, yeah, yeah, we had a whole little standoff here. Also, we went to space and it really sucked. Oh. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. It's a long story, but uh, yeah. I turn back, I think, to the team here. Yeah, absolutely. She has the potential to do whatever she can do again, probably. But, like, we're not just going to shoot her, okay? So, like, what do we want to do? What do we want to do about this? Can I try? Can you try what? Like, to see if I can do it? I think so, but I think that we should take some time and establish like protocols here i mean yeah we spend time figuring out what people are capable of we just do it in a responsible way maybe we contact margaret we have her run her through the test see what she can do in a controlled manner we've all been through it sounds good to me are you up for using this ability to help other people uh i i don't know i don't even know if i can do it um but i uh this is a lot I don't want to be shot by you. And she looks at Landara, who lowers the gun. So if, if, 
using this as the alternative, and then I su- I suppose you're not going to be shot. Tass is right. I'm, and I'm also like looking at Landara pointedly. There's no reason to shoot her. And I look back to Carrington. And you don't have to do something you don't want to do under threat of penalty of death. That would be pretty fucked up. So we'd love to figure out what you're capable of. I imagine you would love to know that as well. And then once we determine that, we'll figure out what you want to do with your new life here, I guess. Yes, I suppose so. I just, uh, you guys look beat. Why don't you... <laughs> Why don't you why don't you go sleep? I'll take her to the IPT. Man, if you're okay with that, I'm not gonna say no. Yeah, I mean I just woke up, so I'm good. That's really, really sweet of you. Does the IP I thought that the IPT had wards against um vampires. Yeah, but I can at least take her to the front door. Now that it's underground, it's a lot easier. Yeah, we can just give Margaret a heads up so she'll be expecting it. I think I'm gonna go to just just in case. Okay. I'm doing like a wagging my finger, no guns, no shootings. Uh, this, okay, I'm sorry, I'm hung up on this random door that Aurea's come out of. Yeah. What is, what is it? There's just a new door in the wall? Yeah. We were gone for like four days. Did I see any, like when he opened the door, was there room visible beyond him or anything? Where the fuck did he just come from? Do you want to go check? I suppose, I just don't want to make a big deal of it (laughs) in the fiction. (laughs) And by not doing so, make a big deal, because we're like, why is Jake just backing towards the door (laughs) in the middle of casual conversation? Rev's like, I just told you there was a random new door. Please, in the fiction, make it a big deal. (laughs) I'm suddenly, like, in, in this conversation being about, like, being a paranoid conversation, now I'm like, wait a minute, why did Ori just come out of a... A new door, and why does he seem like he's acting kind of weird? Yeah. So, yeah, I want to go check out this door. Okay. Yeah, Landara and Ori walk over to Carrington and start to lead her out of the subterranean lair. And Grandpa Tincher kind of watches the three of them leave and then watches Jake start to walk towards the door. Oh, uh, yes, while you were gone, um, I guess one of the benefits of having Anastasia in charge and being aware of our situation here underground, uh, she had some rooms constructed out of the old sewer tunnels that used to lead by here. Yeah, I want to look inside. Yeah, you open it up, and it opens into a large lobby that then has a kitchen off to the side, and uh, there are half a dozen doors on each side of this large room. Uh, I believe Ori has claimed that one, but these are all uh, bedrooms. Uh, She thought it might be best for... Uh, everything going on for us not to necessarily leave. Um, and Jeffrey had the opportunity while you were gone to uh, expand the wards so that they are covered underneath the wards of the subterranean layer. How did you do this this fast? I'll be quite honest. I'm almost positive that Anastasia started building all of this before she told us uh, because she told us and then they put the door in. Oh, yeah, that tracks. So we're just having like a sleepover down here like forever? Uh, well, maybe until you're not haunted by a man who wants to end the world. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I mean, li- listen, this is this is the nicest sewer I've ever been in. <laughs> and Rev steps out of the circle, and you can see that he is being helped by Jeffrey. It's not super noticeable, but there are a couple of new strands of gray hair on Rev's head that weren't there before. Something about this time magic seemed to, to really take it out of him. And Jeffrey actually walks him back through that door and, and takes him into one of the bedrooms and helps him lay down. Whew. Guess it's rough on more than just us going through, huh? Yeah, I'm with Ori. I think we should get some sleep and continue all these discussions afterwards. Yeah, I just want to send Strom a quick text to let her know that I'm back and I'm okay. 
All right, so you all head back into this newly built little complex and claim a room. Um, inside of the room is a bed and a dresser. There is an ensuite. It's really nice. Um, they're really nice little kind of apartments uh, off of this main lobby. And now that the adrenaline of Landara and the Large Gun, uh, which is my new children's book. Yeah, by Rolled Doll. Yeah, <laughs> um, wears off, you're all in pretty rough shape. You came through with some damage. You also had used some intuition. And coming back through, having spent that, kind of has a level of exhaustion added to it. And you all claim one of the rooms and lay down. Your sleep is heavy and dreamless. And you're not sure how long it is. But then you hear a voice outside of all of your rooms. Hey, guys. Guys, wake up. Mm, that's it. Come on. Come out. Come out. Come out. I stumble out from my room. You all come out and Rev is standing there. He looks a little more well-rested and he's standing by the door that leads back out into the subterranean layer proper. It seemed like you guys were about as wiped out as I was. You slept for almost two and a half days. Whoa! Oh my God. I'm starving. That wasn't enough. Yeah. And um, I kind of lost track of time while I was doing the spell. Apparently... Like four or five days passed, and then I slept. I actually just got up a couple hours ago. I don't know about you, but... And he walks over, and he opens the door to the subterranean lair, and music starts to pour through, and you can see that Grandpa Tincher is putting the finishing touches on a Christmas tree. I did not realize that it was Christmas Eve day. I think we got to go to the mall. I need to buy <laughs> gifts. <laughs> Welcome to our holiday special. <laughs> It is about 8 o'clock at night on Christmas Eve, and we find all of you in the parking lot of the mall. You have just parked, and you are headed in for some last-minute Christmas shopping. Rev has got a list on his phone that he is looking at. I was not prepared for this holiday whatsoever. Like, I've got a list of things to get. I have done none of it. Uh, I mean... Out of fairness, yeah, we're all sorted in that boat. We're, we can ride this boat together. Yeah, yeah, we'll get this sorted out. Would it be better if we, like, divvied up that list so that we all kind of, like, uh, made quicker work of this? I mean, this is my list, like... Oh, for, for us! Got, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was just, like, you were doing, like, chores on Christmas Eve. Like, I don't, like, forgot, I don't, like, ornaments or something. I don't know. No, no, like, Christmas, like, I don't have gifts for anybody. Oh, do you? Well, please, by all means, don't let me stand in the way of you getting me presents. <laughs> I'm the gift. Okay. Uh, You're welcome. And he reaches down and checks Megan's name off the list. <laughs> <laughs> and as you all start to head inside, you are not alone. There are a lot of people at this mall still doing shopping. You come in and it leads directly into the food court. And then the bulk of the food court is taken up with an enormous mountain of snow. You can see that there are steps that lead up to the top of it, and at the top is Santa Claus sitting in his giant candy cane throne, and there is a long line of children waiting to be seen by Santa Claus. Off to the side of this big snow mountain, you can see that there are a couple of people. They look a little 
suspicious because they're trying so hard not to look suspicious, but they are wheeling a gurney out. An occupied gurney? Why don't you roll investigate a mystery? Oh, okay. Five. It's hard to tell from this distance. They are being super careful about it, and it is laden with other things like coats and packages, but it sure seems like there's something underneath. Were there any emergency vehicles outside, like in the parking lot? Not that you saw. Is this an actual Mark experience scenario? It is. This is canonical? Yeah. I level up. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! What are you going to take? I don't know. (laughs) We just got back to this game. I was unprepared. Uh, I am going to take another move from the Spellslinger. I'm going to take Practitioner. Mm Mm-hmm. Choose two effects available to you under Use Magic. Take plus one to use magic whenever you choose one of those effects. Oh, what are those going to be? Uh, I'm going to choose trap a specific person, minion, or monster and observe another place or time. Okay. Uh, can I reach out and see if I can connect telepathically and see what they're thinking as they're trying to be like real suspicious and getting this out? Or not suspicious. Yeah, I think that um, this can be another investigative mystery like it's different enough from what jake was doing and you've got a specific move that lets you get into people's heads so yeah roll investigative mystery nine all right you get a hold one what happened here yeah the thought that you are getting from this person's head you pretty quickly discover that they are indeed an emt and the thought that they're having is oh man i hope we can get this out of here without anybody noticing we don't want to cause a bunch of chaos inside of this mall well the odds that this elf would just die in the middle of a shift God. Oof. Grim. Ooh. An elf died. Like like one of the mall employee elves? I guess that's a dumb question. I have to assume not a literal elf. We don't know. We've seen weirder. That's yeah. true. I don't know. I can't see under the sheet. EMT just said, don't want to cause a panic. What are the chances this elf would die right here during his job or whatever? And I think this would be a good time, as Megan makes that reveal, if you've got a beginning of mystery move, now would be the time to roll it. Oh, I <gasps> have that again me too we're about to have two visions <laughs> well i hope yeah theoretically <laughs> no matter what you're having a vision <laughs> we're seeing something the both of us i love this like oh an elf died oh man <laughs> visions oh okay this is this matters oh no this is important it was fine before it was fine when it was just this fucking peon dying in the line of duty as all elves are expected to do <laughs> I think we should mention this. Tass has new dice specifically for the Chosen. I do. I have gold dice that are plated in these little crystals. They look like a shotgun. Nine. Seven. All right. Could you both remind me about your moves and what you get on a mixed success? On a hit, you get a vision of a future where the Keeper's Countdown clock has reached midnight. And I get to see what is revealed about my immediate future. On a seven to nine, I get a vague hint about it. So Kim, as the tarot cards flip through your hand and your eyes fill with this white light, you get a vision of the moon over this mall. And as it reaches the point where you know it is the middle of the night, a darkness descends on this mall and there are people screaming and wailing and your vision ducks inside of the mall and you can see that everyone inside is being injured by manifestations. People are gorging themselves on imaginary foods. Some people are being crushed with enormous computers. Some people are choking on large wads of money. Everyone inside of this mall is 
dying, and they are dying at the same time as all of these spectral things appear around them. Tass, what you see, and how does your vision come to you now? I think it's similar to way back when I just, I kind of get a little winded and um, like my eyes just glaze over a little bit, but in this case, they glaze over gold. There's nothing flashy about it unless you're looking close, but um, after it ends is when it really kind of hits hard. And what you see in this vision is this mall that you are in, and there is a dome over it. And it looks like a magical protective dome, but it's corrupted. You can see that there are gaps in it, that there are cracks and fractures, and you get these glimpses of salt and silver and symbols, but none of them are right. Something is off about all of it. Something's corrupt. Whoa. Kim, did you just do your thing? I did. I did my thing. What did you see? Like, everything here was broken, like cracked, and there were elements to it like salt and and silver and maybe like things for, I don't know if it's stuff for runes or what. It was very, well, it was vague, I guess. Um, But something about it was corrupted or incorrect, something like that. I I don't know what the fuck that is. Yeah, um, I saw a vision of a couple of hours from now, everyone in this mall is going to die at the same time, killed by manifestations of all sorts of freaky shit. Well, and I just start, turning on a heel, looking for, like, a fire alarm. (laughs) I'm completely on board with that. I think we need to start evacuating this mall. Before we do anything, should we look around in a little more detail first? Like, if there's something here that might be upset by a current flow of things, could that escalate? Like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what I'm asking. Does this make sense? Like, if we try to evacuate, it might jump the timeline forward because that's its own problem? Sure, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I guess that's could be true. Hey, GM, out of curiosity, how late is this mall open tonight? Till midnight. Yeah, okay, so that, that seems like a pretty doom and gloom hour everyone dies at. Do we think it's safe to assume this is related to the deceased elf? Yeah, I suppose so. Us finding out about it, I would say, just sort of caused our thing to happen, right? Yeah, I mean, it might not hurt to try to ask maybe some of the other elves to see if they saw anything happen like this guy do anything or anything happened to him in the vision i saw it was pretty graphic like people being crushed by tvs or eating food until they burst or choking on money like bad shit stuff that wouldn't go unnoticed do you want me to try to catch up with those guys and see if i can inspect the body yeah they might have some extra information do you still have your badge yeah you know i do and uh, i'm gonna turn and sprint see if i have any chance of catching them yeah, what are the rest of you doing? I think I'm going to go to Santa's village and see if I can find anyone who may have worked with this elf. I'm going to see if I can't find the security office, see if the cameras picked anything up. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, I'm going to get out of the public eye here real quick and see if I can't put out some feelers and see if I can tell if something's going on from any specific place or whatever it is that might be planning to cause all of this. So Okay. All right, let's go with Tass first. Tass heads out of the mall trying to catch up with the two people wheeling the gurney out. Um, How are you approaching them? Uh, I think I have out my FBI badge. And I'm clearly hurrying, but I'm not like yelling. You know, I also am trying to follow the theme here of them, like trying to keep this quiet. So it's just a, excuse me, excuse me. And I'm 
like holding up the badge like close to my chest so that they can see if they're looking that direction without trying to cause a scene. Wait, you're with FBI too? Yeah. Agent Beasley sends you? Beasley? No, I don't know Beasley. Beasley's the one in charge of this. She's the one who sent us out this door. Okay, I'm local. I I was just called in from one of the other spots. I, maybe that we just got some wires crossed. Local FBI? Well, yeah, I, I'm sort of off duty. I just was here and got the call through to just follow up. Tess, why don't you roll manipulate someone? Yeah, that's... It's probably good. Take a <laughs> take a minus four. Yeah, oh <laughs> I would boy. give you a minus, but you got a badge. You got a magical badge, so nice. Man, we haven't been in this game. What's a five do? Depends on the dice, or like out of five stars. <laughs> five on each die. I wish. Hmm. One of the EMTs reaches out to look at your badge, and they look up at you, and they look down at the badge, and then they pocket it. He just snatches my badge? Uh, just a second. Just a second. Let me call Beasley out here. I'm sure that she can straighten this up. Mm-hmm. And uh, he pulls a little walkie-talkie out of his pocket. Agent Beasley, we got another fellow here says he's FBI. Yeah, no, we'll stay right here. All right. And he looks at the other guys like, keep moving this into the back of the vehicle, and we'll, uh, we'll wait here for Agent Beasley. Inside, Megan, I think that you finding a quiet corner is probably the quickest. So, yeah, what are you doing exactly? Yeah, I'm going to head over to the pile of snow, <laughs> the big mountain, and kind of climb in behind the Christmas trees, like behind a big candy cane or something, uh, and just kind of settle down and try and like reach out telepathically and see if I can't make a connection with something. Yeah, why don't you roll tune in? 12. All right, you get a hold three. Where is the creature right now? So you try to reach out with your mind and get a sense of what is forcing this, what is creating this, and where is it? And you don't get any one specific strong spike of intent. It's very fine and light, but you get a sense that it has potential everywhere. And I think that part of this answer as well also lets you know that when you investigate a mystery, the phenomenon questions are on the table. Ooh. But yeah, it is not manifest in any one particular place, but it seems like it could manifest anywhere. Gotcha. Well, working off the assumption that it's the thing that caused the death of this elf, who is it going to attack next? You have the feeling that it is drawn towards vices. So someone who is indulging in something that's maybe not great for them, but feels good in the moment, that that's who it's going to go after. And I think from where you are, Sitting in this snow pile, like at the back of Santa's mountain, you know, you can see all of the food court, but you can also see where the escalator goes up kind of to the next floor. And you see Jake headed up the escalator towards the security office. And there is someone sitting inside of the security office and they have got headphones on and they are scrolling their phone with one hand and they have got multiple screens tuned to different television stations aside from just all of the security camera footage that they're seeing, and you get a strong pull from that person. I really thought you were about to put Jake on blast. <laughs> you see Jake going up the escalator, and somehow, in the second since you last saw him, he's got dipping Dots. <laughs> a new fur coat. <laughs> he has something from every one of the food court <laughs> options. <laughs> Oof, okay, so knowing kind of what it's interested in and how it's kind of focused on this person up there 
What is it planning to do right now? You heard Kim talk about people being attacked by these manifestations, and it's hard to tell if they were real, if they were symbolic, if they were metaphysical, but it seems like the things in that room, once this manifest, will try to kill him. The things that he is currently distracting himself with. Uh, I think in the moments before Jake kind of leaves my line of sight, I'm just going to reach out telepathically to him, get inside that little chat room and just be like, hey, Jake. Jake? Yes. Uh, I think that uh, security guard you're going to see up there is going to be in danger here soon. Oh, what kind of danger? Uh, Something about uh, things he's distracting himself with that are going to like manifest an attack and kind of like Kim was saying. Okay. It's drawn towards vices. I don't really know what it is. It's kind of everywhere, but I think he's kind of on the radar for it next. Okay. okay. Nice, nice for coat. coat. <laughs> 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 I cut off the chat room. <laughs> yeah, Jake. So as you come to the top of the escalator, Megan's chat room cuts out and you see the security officer that she was talking about uh, sitting in his chair. He's got headphones on. He's scrolling through his phone um, and you can see a number of different television stations on the screens around him, not just the security footage that he's supposed to be watching. Uh, all right. I'll kind of like knock on the door as I poke my head in. He turns and and looks at you and pulls out one earbud. Happy holidays. Yeah, you too. Busy evening in here? Yeah, a little busier than usual. That time of year, people last minute shopping. Yeah. What are you watching other than the monitors? Uh, You ever watch Mama's Family? I can't say I'm familiar. Tell me about it. Oh, it's good. It was based off a skit from the Carol Burnett show. Uh, Vicki Lawrence played the grandma and she had kids and grandkids that weren't too bright. And they spun it off into a sitcom real popular. Oh, okay. So is this like... TV land? Yeah. Hey, did you notice anything weird happened down near Santa's village? He squints at you. I'm not like trying to get away with anything. I think something bad might have happened and I wondered if you picked anything up. Uh, listen, I already talked to... No, wait, who are you? Oh, I'm sorry. My name's Jake. I'll hold out a hand to shake. I'm Dominic, but I already talked to the FBI lady. She just left. Oh my God, there's an FBI lady here? No. I... God damn it. No, it's fine. Everything is fine now. I have reason to believe everything's not fine. I'm just a little worried. Would you mind telling me what you saw or can I like look through the footage or anything and see what happened? I'm not FBI. I'll explain to you as much as you want, but I don't think you're going to believe me. Go on. Did you? I was on TV. Do you remember me on TV? Did you see? You watch a lot of TV. Yeah. You remember when like uh, the lightning guy in the circle downtown? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, I don't know who you are, but. Yeah, I do like the pose. I do like a, like a holding a hammer pose. I'm like, that's that was that was me. Where's your hammer? I've sort of adopted a different methodology, uh, and I hold up the wand, which is the handle of the hammer. So the hammer's not exactly in play anymore. But anyway, point is, I'm part of a group that handles not, you know, sort of supernatural phenomena, and it seems like this is one of them, and I'm just trying to protect folks like you are. Jake, roll manipulate someone. Okay. Long road to hoe to get there, but by God, I got there. Yeah, you did. Seven. He gets up and goes over one of the computers, and... uh, starts typing some things in and after a couple of moments a picture of you comes up on the internet from that moment like where you're talking to the camera holding the hammer and there's like lightning in the background and you see a laser printer kicks to life you sign this yeah absolutely i'll i'll grab a marker off his desk and sign this photo to to dominic no 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 just oh for resale no what <laughs> like I, to put on ebay i, I don't want to uh, listen do you want to see this footage or not I do, but come on, man. All right, fine. Two. One for me, one for the, selling the people. They want to, they, you know, 
You're well, then they can reclusive. come get one. I'm not charging you for come them. get one. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy Jesus. Listen, that's my prize. I want you to sign one two now. I like how I made it worked. <laughs> I like how it went from. I just take the one. No, don't put my name in. Fine, I'll take one with my name on it. <laughs> I, I guess I'll take one for me. That was like the. Uh, oh, do you want your picture with Ant Man? <laughs> uh, so yeah, he prints out another one and, and hands them both to you. All right, I'll sign one just with my signature, and then I'll sign one to Dominic. He uh, tucks them away in a folder and goes over and closes the door. And he brings you over to one of the monitors and he pulls up kind of the backstage of Santa's Mountain. There are a couple of tables there and some elves are sitting and drinking and there's a a Santa Claus on a cot taking a nap and he starts rewinding it. And you can see that there is this elf sitting back there by themselves. And as this video plays through, the elf looks up and they look at a spot where there's nothing there. And then they step forward and they fall to their knees and they start clutching at their heart and they keep looking back to this spot where there isn't anything there but then looking at this spot on the ground where they're kneeling and then eventually they fall over i don't know what was going on the coroner said it was a heart attack they uh, want to get the body out unnoticed don't want you know panic people malls real crowded christmas eve and all that you notice how they keep like looking at nothing in that one spot yeah i think something weird is going on i think something that the camera can't see uh Will you do me a favor? Cut the TV for the rest of the night. I think this thing's attracted to people who are like indulging, so to speak, and I'm afraid it might come for you if you're not careful. Oh, he changes all of the uh, televisions back to other views of kind of the same areas uh, in the mall. Uh, I'm going to like write down my phone number for him and be like, if you see anything else weird going on on these cameras, give me a call. He puts that in the folder. (laughs) Yeah, and then sell sell it later, whatever. (laughs) You know, you start to go towards the door, and he, I did see one other strange thing. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Yeah, I'll, I'll go check. And uh, he pulls up another feed, and um, it's a set of the doors that lead kind of back into the tunnels that go behind, like, all the stores and stuff. Yeah. And you see a man run out, and he looks pretty harried. He's in a very nice suit. Um, his hair is slicked back, and you can see he stops, and he looks around, and then you can see him run up the escalator into a store um, that's only like three stores over. And he kind of keeps cutting to different cameras, but you can see him inside of the store rummaging around and he grabs something and bounds back down the escalator and back through those double doors leading to the back hallways. Okay. I'm going to reach past Dominic and grab one of the other mall security badges that's on the desk. I'm like, I'm taking this. I'll bring it back later. But you want to know what's weird? Yes, I do. I mean, that looked weird. There's more? That's the owner of the mall. Would he normally be here right now? It's not unheard of. He uh, likes to make surprise visits, drop-ins. Okay. Uh, And I'm going to head out of this office. Kim, down around Santa's mountain. There are elves working in the line. There's a Santa up above. You can also see that there is a candy cane archway that leads into some silver hanging tassels that seems like it leads into like a little back room. Where exactly are you wanting to go? Where were we seeing the gurney being led away from that back room? No, by the time you all saw it, it had kind of made its way closer to the door. Okay. I think even so, like, I don't 
Ooh, I'm I'm very wary talking about anyone dying in front of like an active line filled yeah. with children. So I think I'm going to wander to one of the back rooms if I can. Okay. Yeah, you slip into the back room and there is a table and there is a Santa Claus on a cot asleep. Uh, and there are a couple of elves um, eating and a pair of them get up and, and go out. But there is uh, one woman left in here and she's kind of looking down and, and writing on a notepad. Hey, hi, sorry. Hi, sorry to bother you. I know that you're on your break. I'm, I'm very sorry. Oh, the costumes are in the second hallway. Oh, me? No. Well, <laughs> uh, thank you. No, I'm not here for a job. Um, oh. Uh, I couldn't help but notice um, an elf getting taken out on a gurney a little bit ago. Do yeah. you happen to know anything about that? Yeah, that was that was Austin. They said he had a heart attack. Jesus, I'm sorry. Just like back here on his break and heart attack. Yeesh. God, you didn't see it or anything, did you? Uh, no, but I, I heard him. Heard him? Was he saying something? He was talking. He was like, I don't know if he was like muttering to himself. I, I just, I heard him him screaming no 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 and then you know we came back here to see what was going on and, and he was just dead jesus right what's your name sorry manners addy addy hi addy i'm kim hello okay i'm gonna be uh honest with you because i don't like lying i can see the future that sounds that sounds wild i know but just trust me i can and i had a vision of some really bad stuff happening in the mall in just a couple of hours, and I think it's tied to whatever killed your friend. I don't think it was a heart attack, or at least not one that had a normal occurrence. He, just to be clear, was not my friend. He was into some bad stuff that he was always bragging about. I would not be friends with someone who gets on the phone and scams old people out of their money. Oh, shit. So he was kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, like he was always doing that, like, oh, you know, why are transfers this much money? Because your grandson is in prison or, oh, you know, Jesus. oh, your insurance is up, but we can renew it for this amount of money. You said that he, he died right in here? Yeah. Okay, uh, I want to uh, get down on my knees. I apologize, you're maybe about to see some some weird stuff. My eyes are going to flash really bright, but it's it's all good. You're not in any danger. It just might look kind of strange. Uh, and I want to touch the ground and uh, try to see if I can investigate what happened. Yeah, uh, since you are using the area, like the event obviously has passed, uh, but I think this kicks into your psychometry. Uh, so roll investigate a mystery. Nine. All right, you get a hold one. Well, I'm going to ask my free one first. What happened here? You are next to him. He is kneeling on the ground and looking in front of him, muttering, no, 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 no. And he turns back and he looks over his shoulder at something that you can't see. It just seems like empty air, but he is talking and he starts to plead. I didn't think it would hurt people that badly. Please, please tell me it, it can't be like this. And he turns back again on his knees looking at this area and you can see that he starts clutching at his chest and his breathing becomes labored. It seems like something scared him to death. What could fix it, cure it, or slow it down? The vision that Tass described to you about something being corrupted, you can feel it in the air. Something has happened here, some magic, but it's wrong. So if you could either remove what has happened or do it correctly, and they would be very different outcomes, but both of those things would solve the problem. Okay. My vision clears. I look at the elf. 
Weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you believe me now? Is that like LED contacts or something? Sure isn't. I really do see the future, I promise. That's pretty rad. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. So I'm going to go uh, reconvene with the rest of my team and try to see if we can p- put a stop to this. Hey, when does your when do you finish your shift out of curiosity? Oh, I'm, I'm not done until the end of tonight, but my break's almost over. I got to go back out. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, well, I will. I'll see you out there. Wait, why? Wait, you said you see the future. Do I die? No. Well. Are you lying to me? I promise that I wouldn't lie. If we don't prevent whatever is about to happen, then I think everyone is going to die at midnight. And I'd really love for that to not happen. Oh. Yep. Maybe I can take my last break at the end so I can leave 15 minutes early. I think that would be a really good idea. Yeah. And she turns and walks back out into the waiting group. Oh, what a bleak commentary on being a fucking retail employee oh, in the U.S. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of bleak outlook, back outside, Tass, you see this woman approaching you in a very nice suit and a long coat. Who are you? Uh, hi, Tass. All good. And I offer a hand to shake. She shakes it. And you're with the FBI. I am. And as I'm talking to her, like I'm, I have my hand like resting on my chest, sort of just trying to, you know, seem casual. And I'm tapping my thumb and I'm very specifically over and over again tapping IPT in Morse code on on my chest. This is one of the few times where I wrote out the entire mystery. I would like you to see the tag that Beasley has. <laughs> Skeptic is her role in this mystery. Can't wait. Love it. Perfect. Um, You see that she notices what you're tapping and she looks at you. So what exactly do you want? There's no boogeyman here there's no werewolves to stab Ooh, okay you're not the molder and scully of the fbi uh over here huh? yeah do you have a sense of what level of felony it is to impersonate an fbi agent oh, boy yes i do i've done it many times <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to follow up with my division of the agency to see if there's anything to report back Standard stuff. Take a look, report in, get out of your hair. Well, we've done the first two steps, so now you can do the third. I mean, it seems like I'm going to have to do all the heavy lifting in this case already, so yeah, what's the third to your perception? Get out of my hair. All right, fine. Have a lovely day. A lot of bad stuff is probably about to happen, and you're going to feel like a real asshole if you're not actually helping to prevent it. Is that a threat? It's No, it's not a threat. You feeling like an asshole is probably already the case, so I'm just predicting the future. (laughs) You are going to get arrested. Is that a threat? No, it's a promise. (laughs) No cell can hold him. She looks at you for a long moment, and she turns and heads back inside. What are you looking at, Tweedledee? A guy I can't believe didn't get arrested just now. I kind of lean in. Honestly, it's just about like projecting a little swagger. I'm terrified right now, dude. Yeah. All right. We cool? I guess. Hey, seriously? There is some fucked up stuff about to go down in here. You can't start sentences with that first part. It sounds like you're making threats. I know, but like, I'm just telling you the case. Like, I'm not about to do the stuff. I'm trying to stop the stuff. I'm not trying to do the stuff. Yeah, I'm trying to stop with, the stuff. Lead with, we want to stop the stuff. Okay. Bad stuff's going to happen. Let me, let me start over. Okay. Let me start over. Jesus. Help us stop the fucked up stuff. What, what stuff? I'm, we're trying to figure it out. I'm trying to see the body to see exactly what happened, but you guys won't. I'm going to go check in with my team Just, if y'all are staying here, stay frosty and be ready to help, please, for the love of God. What's your name? 
Tass Allgood <laughs> holds up a badge. Ah! <laughs> he shoot holds, him. He holds up an FBI badge. <laughs> he morphs into you. <laughs> he high fives you. Um, He's a clone that came back. <laughs> yeah. Clark. Okay. Agent Clark. Back inside the food court, um, everybody's kind of in different locations. What's going on? Where are you people? <laughs> I think probably since Megan had line of sight on the security office, what she sees is me coming out and like kind of waving my hands and pointing to whatever like service hallway the mall owner ran down. Uh, I see Jake waving his arms around and I open up a chat room. Hey, 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 hey nice, nice dance. dance. What's going on? Apparently the mall owner is here and was like running around in a frenzy. He came out of one of the service hallways, ran into the bookstore, a couple doors down, snagged something and ran back in. So I'm going to go try and find him and figure out what's going on. When you guys, when the rest of them get back to you, come find me or check the bookstore or whatever. I feel like that's got to be relevant. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, be careful. Is the security guard okay? Yeah, I got him to turn off the TVs, so hopefully he's square. Hopefully. All right. Sounds good. We'll see you soon. All right, so Jake, you head down the hallway, down the escalator again, and to this service entrance. What exactly are you are you doing? Are you just walking through like you're supposed to be here? Are you... Yeah, I've got my security badge clipped on. Yeah. And yes, I'm just walking through here like I'm supposed to be here and trying to keep an eye out for evidence of where he came from or went to. As you head back through these double doors, um, it's very dark back here, and there are a lot of hallways. And you can hear some stuff moving around down some of these hallways. I want to head kind of cautiously towards the sounds. My objective is to get to a place where I can use magic to like view another time mm. and see where exactly he went or what exactly he did, but I don't feel like I'd get useful info from right here. Yeah. So I'm hoping that whatever the sound is, I might get useful info from over there. Yeah. Uh, so you start heading down this hallway towards the sound, and there is a stuffed bear sitting in the middle of the hallway when you get there and it slowly stands up and turns and looks at you and starts to rush at you i don't suppose there's any chance that it's coming in for a hug why don't you roll a really bad situation <laughs> <laughs> 10 all right you get a hold three what's the biggest threat not the bear you heard more noise than what you think a stuffed bear would make you hear some larger movement up above you in like the pipes running along this hallway What's most vulnerable to me? The stuffed bear. It's, <laughs> it's filled with stuffing. It's filled with stuffing. Asked and answered. Yeah, it's. it doesn't seem like it has really any strong way to hurt you. <laughs> this is going to be adorable. Yeah. If it gets up in your mouth, though, that's... Yeah. <laughs> What's the best way to protect the victims? Who are the victims in this case? I think the mo the shoppers. Like, it seems like there is some looming force that's going to be terrible... I assume the sentient stuffed bear is related. So do I have any idea of how to protect them from this? Yeah, destroy the things that have become sentient. Simple enough. Kind of sad. If this bear can't really hurt me, it could just be like a fun, fun little friend, little pet. Yeah. It's like those goats that headbutt you. Yes. I'm going to shoot it with lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll kick some ass. Okay. Five. Well, six, because I have plus one hold from Read a Bad Situation, but that's not any better. Did you guys hear about Jake? No, what? He got killed by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's terrible. Yeah, like well, like a teddy bear. Oh. Well, that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> this bear runs up to you and wraps its arms around your leg. And as soon as it makes contact, you are no longer in a hallway. You are 
standing outside of the IPT and it is above ground again and it is just crumbling and in shambles. And above you can see that the sun is slowly dimming, that something is draining the energy from it. Around you are all of the chosen weapons and all of the weapons of the various gods and they are shattered and broken. And there is this sense of deep loneliness that you are the only one left alive. Megan, you have just told Jake to be careful. And I think you see Kim coming out of the back room of Santa's Mountain and Tass coming into the door uh, that leads into the food court. A small addition. Could I have put on an elf costume? Yeah, she absolutely told you where they were. Yeah. Hey, uh, oh, okay. Going undercover. Nice. Yeah, thanks. You know, if the IPT stuff doesn't work out, then I could maybe get a second job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just have a slushy and I wave him over and I kind of like pause for a second and like realize that I do have the right person. I didn't mistakenly wave <laughs> over an elf. Hey, so uh, Megan, were you able to get contact with whatever's causing this? Yeah, it's not really like a single creature. It's just kind of like a blanket over the whole place. It's trying to kind of attack people based on vices. Like that's what it's attracted to. Uh, so I think maybe that's the manifestations in your vision is like the things that they're indulging in. I put the Cinnabon down that I had grabbed on the way in. <laughs> the entire tray of free samples that you took. <laughs> and Jake went up and talked to a security guard and said that there was something weird with the owner of the mall. I guess he showed up and ran into a bookstore and then ran back into a service hallway. Jake's checking that out now. We should probably check in with him, but also maybe check out that bookstore. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, what you just said about vices fits in with at least the elf that we saw on the gurney. Apparently he was into some pretty terrible stuff like uh, calling up people and pretending to be their long lost relatives or like, you know, money scams, like bad shit. Uh, and I had a vision of his final moments. I didn't see what was terrorizing him, but definitely he saw something and it literally scared him to death. Oof. That sounds like some Scrooge stuff, right? Like, look at how bad things are. Or is that, no, that's, that's a wonderful, I don't know. I get all the Christmas things mixed up. That's like a bad thing, right? Of like, a, look at how bad things could be. I guess, but in those stories, they had the opportunity to, to change their ways. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's true, but... Tass, you said something was like broken it, exactly. or something, right? Exactly, yeah. If everything's corrupted, then we might be on track here. Yeah, so uh, also about that, I, I think if we can find what was corrupted and either fix it or destroy it outright, it would prevent whatever's going to go down at midnight. Okay. Oh, my God. Did somebody try to set up, like, Christmas joy magic and mess it up? I have no idea. Oh, my God. Oh, point of interest, too. As we go, FBI is here and checking shit out. I did not get a look at the body, but it looks like you found out more about how that worked anyway, so not too bad. Why is the FBI here? I have no idea, but she's not messing around. She, uh, she got the message that I'm IPT and did not entertain us as, uh, you know, something legitimate. I said, fine, have a nice day, and left, and I think she's probably going to be watching us. Cool. Good to know. At least you didn't say anything like really threatening to her or anything. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bookstore? Bookstore. Should, yeah. If you guys want to check out the bookstore, I'll go find Jake. I know which direction he headed. And I point upstairs. I think he said it was a bookstore just like a couple of down from that one. Oh, yeah. I know it. Okay. 
All right. Well, I'll find him and meet up with you guys later. All right. Hey. Be careful. All right. So let's follow Kim and Tass as they go up to this bookstore. You go up the escalator and head the direction that Megan indicated. Uh, and you see a bookstore called Morgana's Apothecary. Oh, God. Yep. This is the one I thought. This is cute. Yeah, it's cool stuff. I'm just afraid there's maybe like a real actual book of magic in here that got abused. And now I have uh, just a real big sense of dread. Well, the good news is that whoever runs this place might be a believer. We might have an easier time of talking to them. That's fair. And I'll head in. You head in and there is a small chime that goes off when you pass through the doorway. And a woman with long curly hair uh, and dark skin leans from out from around the corner. Hi, can I help you? I don't suppose you're Morgana, are you? I am. Hi. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. This sounds like a weird question. We're we're kind of investigators. Um, we heard from somebody that the owner of the mall came through here a little while ago. Does do you remember that? Yes, Mr. Hart. He came in here. He seemed very flustered by something. Um, he, he ran around a bit and, and chattered at me over his shoulder and then left. Okay. Yeah, did, did he, like, take anything? Well, he didn't buy anything, no. He didn't buy anything. Oh, gosh. I hope he didn't steal anything. Um, oh, really? I, I mean, I hope. I, I, we've heard a similar thing, that he just seemed very frenzied and out of sorts, and so we were hoping to follow up, see if he said anything that caught your ear. No, he just seemed like he was checking in with me about the rent, and if I planned on staying here, it was all idle talk, really. Really? Okay. Didn't say anything about, like, what happened downstairs in Santa Mountain, the, the elf that... Oh, no, no. This, um, this happened well before that. How long before? Oh, maybe around four o'clock, five o'clock is when he came through here. Gotcha. Well, quite honest, now you've got me curious about whether he stole something why would he steal something from me i already pay him rent to use this space and she starts heading down one of the aisles of bookshelves he was mostly down here and just looked like he was doing laps but he i did notice that he stopped here well, i'll be damned what is there something missing there is they're right here there's a gap there's normally something facing out here um and she looks down at the wood and uh, just let me check see here and she heads back to the counter and pulls up her computer yes i had um a translated version of the Rite of Exorcism there, and it's it's not there any longer. Oh, okay. You don't mm -hmm. happen to have another copy of that book, do you? Not translated, no. It, I have the Latin. I speak a little bit of Latin. Oh, can I interest you in a copy? Yeah, how, how much? It doesn't matter. I throw down Strom's credit card. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I take it and run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she, uh, she scans the card and uh, sells you a copy of the Rite of Exorcism. All right. Well, hey, sorry to bother you. We're, we're going to follow up on this. If we find that book, we'll return it. Okay. If not, I'm uh, I'm going to take the amount it costs out of my next month's rent. I think you're entitled to that and more. Thank you. <laughs> you're hired. <laughs> I was confused by the more, but, well, I like the cut of your jib. Thank you. I don't know what you meant by it, but I agree with it. <laughs> I know what I mean by it. You're correct. I know what I'm worth, and it's way more than that book. I'm yeah. closing right now. <laughs> I'll kill him. <laughs> Bring me the book in his hand. <laughs> Fucking love her. Pulls a shotgun from under the counter. <laughs> Pulls the grate down. I'm coming with you. <laughs> we're, do we're doing this. Thanks. It was nice to meet you. This store is really cute. I will definitely uh, be back here to do more browsing this stuff. This is exactly the sort of shit that I'm into. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Jake, as you are looking down at all of these broken weapons, the chosen weapons, the weapons of the gods, you notice that your hands are bandaged 
but they are just bleeding through. You can tell you have tried to wield all of these weapons to defend everyone who is now gone. Uh, you have a minus one ongoing for toughness right now. Okay. Um, do I do I remember that I was in a hallway a moment ago, or am I like lost in this scenario? I'm going to ask you to roll a custom move. Okay. This move is called More Gravy Than Grave. When trapped in a vision caused by the vacant seat, roll plus cool. On a hit, hold one. On a full success, hold three. On a fail, you are held fast in the vision. Uh, so roll plus cool. Okay. My bad one. Four. You are building the story backwards of how you got here. Like, you cannot think back to how you were in the hallway and led to this moment, but you're starting to generate a story for yourself that leads you back to a point where it's believable. Megan, you come back into this hallway, and after looking down a few of the halls, you see Jake standing stock still. There is a bear wrapped around his leg, just nuzzling it. And there is a cord hanging down from the ceiling that has wrapped around his neck. Jake? He does not respond, but the bear leans away from him and starts moving down the hallway towards you with its arms out. Ah, uh, no, no, no. Faster and faster. <laughs> it gets down on all fours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, a, like a real bear. Yeah. Uh, I think instinctually I'm just going to unleash energy at it. I'm going to just try and attack it with my powers. All right, roll kick some ass. 12. All right, what is your extra effect? I think I'm going to inflict terrible harm. <laughs> you said you were releasing energy. This goes off of your big whammy move. How much damage does that do? That'll be two harm, close, obvious, ignore armor. Okay, and so three now. Yeah, so three harm altogether. You let out this blast of energy, and it rolls down the hallway and pulps this bear. It turns into stuffing that just slowly drifts back down onto the ground. As it falls on the ground, you're looking at it, and there's far too much of it. And you look back up, and you realize that you're standing outside, and it's snowing, and you're outside of your grandpa's home, but it's cold and it's empty. You have a chill over your entire body. Um, I think you have a minus one ongoing to your tough as well because these these shakes and shivers have come over you. I think that with your full success on that attack and seeing Jake standing there in kind of a stupor, you know something is off. So you can roll more gravy than grave, uh, and you're going to have a plus two to it. Okay. Eleven. All right. So on a full success, you get a hold three, and here are the options for what you can spend your hold on. You can shake off the physical ramification of your vision. You can see the world around you as it really is again. The next time you're caught in a vision from the vacant seat, you can roll with advantage. You can remove the animating force from ill whims in your immediate area, or you can pull a teammate or bystander out of their vision. Uh, okay, I definitely want to see the world as it is. This vision does clear away from you, and you can see yourself very clearly in the hallway you were in just moments ago. I think knowing that this is fake and having been pulled out of it now, I'm going to shake off the physical ramifications of kind of centering myself psychologically. Yeah, so clear that minus one on going to toughness. And I'm going to pull Jake out of his vision. Jake, you are standing back in the hallway and you can feel something tight around your neck and you still feel sore, a little weakened. 
um, but you are not stuck in this vision anymore. You're back in the hallway that you were kind of constructing a story to work your way back to in your head. I want to try and get this thing off my neck. Roll act under pressure. Snake eyes. My God. You're going to level up again. I'm at three. No, you were mistaken. The hallway might be the fake part and this end of the world and the broken weapons is the reality. It's hard to tell. Can I try to cling to that? Like, I know that I'm waffling back and forth on what is reality or not, but can I try to, like, basically will the hallway to be the reality? Yeah, why don't you roll more gravy than grave again? Yeah, why not? Why don't I? See if we can get you leveled up in this holiday special. Ha ha, ten. All right, you get a hold three. Okay, I want to see the world as it actually is. I want to shake off the physical ramification, and I want to remove the animating force of ill whims in my area. All right, you are back in the hallway. It is real, and you have shaken off that pained feeling in your hand, so your minus one ongoing to toughness is gone. And behind you, a very heavy vacuum cleaner falls out of the ceiling and slams onto the ground, shattering its cord, pulling back into its handle. I think I like look at Megan and like put hands on like both of her shoulders and just like the middle of her face. Like I'm like, oh my god, are you are you real? To smack his hand away. Yes, I'm real. What was that? I don't know. I feel like I've been fighting for weeks. I feel like it feels like the world ended and I this this happened so long ago. No, Jake, you just came down here to look for the mall owner. Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know. Something something took my mind. There was a bear holding onto your leg, and then it chased me. And it... Yeah, the bear! Yeah, I exploded. This is, I exploded it. This is all of it on the ground right now. But yeah, I also got pulled into like a vision. Like I was back home, and it was snowing outside, and I was really cold. I could feel it. It felt real, but I pulled myself out of it. So is it the things? Did the things do this? Was it the bear? The bear hugged me, and it seems like that's the last real thing I remember. I exploded it. And then went into the vision. So I don't know if it's because it's like stuffing touching me or if it got hands on me before. But for some reason, I was still affected even though this thing had been blown up. And I think that as you're saying this to Jake, you're turning back down the hallway that you came down. And at your feet are three little army men. And they are all on their sides, not moving. But they're precariously around the heel of your foot like they might have been touching you. Oh, jeez. I must have stepped on these guys, or they stepped on me or something. Boy, I don't know what exactly these are, but they are around, and they're going to cause problems for more people. Okay, uh, then we've got to stop this. Uh, did you find anything about where the owner went? No, I was just following the sounds in here when I got snagged. I didn't make it any further. Okay, well, Tass and Kim are checking out the bookstore upstairs. Yeah, and I think about this time... As the two of you are standing here discussing this, Tass and Kim do come around the corner. It didn't take them very long to to get this book. Ah! Oh, sorry. I thought you were a stuffed bear. What? God, I'm not that hairy. No, there's just there's there's things that are alive and they put you in visions. And I just did. We didn't think anyone else was down here. What? You told us to meet you here. Yeah, I know, but I didn't expect to meet other things like vacuum cleaners and stuffed bears and army men. You just spooked me, is all. Yeah. Slow down. What happened? There's some misfit toys shit going on. I I got hugged by a stuffed bear and strangled by a fucking vacuum cleaner, and it threw me into a vision where I've been stuck for weeks, and I guess it got Megan too when she came in here. I don't know actually how long it's been in reality. Have we found the owner yet? I haven't made it a step past here. 
The book he stole was a translated book on exorcisms. So this is demonic? It's possible he thinks so, but he stole it a couple of hours before uh, we got here and that elf died. Weird. He was awfully frazzled already by then. He obviously knows something that we don't, so we gotta find him. I think I might actually, at this point, like being gun shy on moving further down this hallway because I just got yoinked, I might now just try to use magic to see if I can glean anything from here. Because oh, okay. like, I was like, oh, I'm going to get closer and find better info. And now I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. I'll see what I can get from right here where it's safer. All right. Yeah, we'll use magic. With my brand new move, that brings it barely to a seven. All right. So what is your effect and what is your glitch? Uh, I want to observe another place or time. Okay. I think the glitch is that I take one harm, ignore armor. Okay. Because I think I'm already, I'm spent physically. Yeah. Like, I think this takes more of a toll on me than I would have expected it to. So this image springs up to life around you and you see the owner run past and then there's a little bit of time passage and he runs back past the other way but you notice that he is slowing down as he runs past the other way like when he was running out he was running at full speed but for the most part you can run at full speed from takeoff he is slowing down and just barely at the edge of your vision you can see him going over to a wall and doing something with it, and then it seems like he vanishes from that spot. There's like a secret passage in the wall over here. What? Look at this, and I'm like gesturing to the part of the vision here where he's at a wall. I'm like fast-forwarding, rewinding, where it's just like he's there, he's not. He's there, he's not. Yeah, and this is kind of like right at the edge of your vision, so you can see that he is messing with something, and then he steps through the wall, but your vision kind of ends where the wall is, so you can't exactly see what's going on with the wall. Yeah. Well, if we go over to the wall, I could maybe touch it and see if I could get a vision of him activating the secret passage. Let's just solve this whole thing with back-to-back visions. Just Fuck yeah. chain visions. We don't miss a second. <laughs> I just head over to the wall. Yeah, you head over to the wall, and you can see a couple of different scuff marks and some spots where it seems like it would be big enough to get a key inside of. Interesting. Can I touch one of those spots and try to use psychometry? Yeah, roll investigative mystery. Nine. Get a hold one. My free one. What happened here? Yes, there is absolutely a hidden door here. You can very clearly get the sense that he had a key that was used here that opens up part of this wall. Um, It just seems like granite right now. But you can tell that the key does something to uh, make it so you can pass through. What is being concealed here? There was a lot of frenzied movement that Jake had watched from Mr. Hart. And while it was pretty much a beeline out of this hidden place to the bookstore and back, it seems like he stuffed his pockets with some other stuff on the way. Because you can see little bits of road salt and some silver tinsel in this flash that you get. That like it wasn't just the key that he was holding, it wasn't just the book, but you get the feeling of large chunks of salt and the prickliness and the smoothness of Christmas tree tinsel. Interesting. Okay, well, perhaps busting through the wall is the right idea. Hart used a key to get in here. But not only that, he was coming in with what seemed like spell or ritual components, like salt or pieces of Christmas tinsel, like a lot of it. All right, so he's up to something for sure. I mean, what do you guys think? I can try to pick this thing. I can literally try to just charge through it. I can maybe shoot it down. I mean, picking it's going to make the least noise. I can sure try. Yeah, let's start there. Yeah, Tass, roll, act under pressure. Okay. Eight. 
so you can get this open, but it's going to take some time or it's going to make more noise than you thought or it's going to be jammed once you open it, like it won't be able to close. I think it's going to make a little noise. Okay. This granite wall slowly swings open and behind it is another door, a metal door, but it is... <laughs> Son of a This bitch. one's locked too. <laughs> it, is, it is also locked. <laughs> it has three keyholes. And behind it is another door made of metal, um, but you can see that it actually just slides. Okay. I'll step up and, and get this door open. You slide the door open and instantly hear the sound of a shotgun cocking. And you open the door and there is a gun pointed at you. Hey, buddy. Hey, get out of here. Uh, now, now, look. Get out of here. I, listen, usually, usually, this is a, a situation where I would step back because there's a shotgun in my face and you seem a little wired. But I'm a friend and we're going to help with whatever's going on, Mr. Hart. How'd you, mm, are you one of them? I don't know who they are. And I would love to answer this question for you. This seems like a trick. How many of you are there? There are four of us. I have a little team. I have three buddies. Wave. Buddies, wave. Uh, there's a shotgun in my face, and we don't like that. I'm a buddy, and I wave. Hi, Mr. Hart. Mer Merry Christmas. I hold up the book. I think you and I are fans of the same book. It's not working. It's bullshit. Hey, here we go. This is what we're... Hey, we're on a, we're on a thing here. This is good. If something's not working with this stuff, we are definitely buddies. We're friends. We want to help. What, you can fix it? Maybe. Very, very maybe. This book said that if I did these things the way that it's described in the book, that it would keep away spirits. Okay. Can we come take a look? Four of you? Yeah. All right. Unless you, if you would prefer it to be a different number. No. Okay. It better be four of you. Okay. Boy, yeah. Four of us. And... He steps back and lets you in. There is an apartment hidden in the center of this mall. It is immaculately decorated. Very plush furniture, beautiful lighting. For someplace in the center of a mall, it's surprising how cozy it feels. But at the center of this hardwood floor, in the middle of this, basically like a loft, you see a ring of silver Christmas tinsel and another ring of road salt. And around this circle, there are runes drawn on the ground in what seems like chalk, but they're not any runes that you've seen before. It's like if, if I was like, hey, Tess, draw me some magic runes. And you're just like, okay. And so you just kind of made up some symbols. Oh, God. And in the center of this is a writhing specter. They are almost completely transparent and they are covered in chains and they are opening their mouth to wail, but there is no sound. Um, and at the ends of these chains are bank boxes and locks and large safes. Who was not expecting this? Did this come to you first or did this come to you as a result of whatever you tried to do out of that book? This came to me first. This, this, this was... This is my old business partner, and she died, and she visited me today when I was sleeping. She said that I was going to be visited by three spirits. Okay, Mr. Hart, would you consider yourself a good man? What do you mean? That's the kind of question that she asked. Are you familiar with a Christmas carol? Yeah, that's why I went and got the book. I know what happens. I didn't think that stuff was real. I didn't think those particular ghosts were necessarily real, but some ghosts are. 
Do you mind? And I'll like point to the runes. Can you fix it? I can try. Okay. What exactly are you trying to do with all of this? And I gesture towards the runes and the silver and salt. Trying to keep her trapped so that she can't bring those other spirits to visit me. Yeah, that that makes sense. Does he still have the shotgun? Yeah. And it's still pointed. (laughs) It's been pointed at your nose the whole time. (laughs) Now, hear us out. It would seem that some aspect of what's happened here is making bad, bad things happen. Somebody's died. And in order to fix the biggest problem, that means we probably have to tear some of this down. Well, either fix it or tear it down. We've got two options here. What do you mean tear it down? You can't let her out. Was she threatening you? Yes. Now, I want to ask, was she threatening your life or was she threatening to teach you something? You said that you could help me. I was just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just info gathering. He cocks the shotgun again, getting rid of a perfectly useful shell. (laughs) (laughs) Putting a new one in the chamber. I want to jinx him. Yeah, roll it. Eight. All right, you get to hold one. I think I'm stepping in front of him directly, like directly. And I still have my hands up to the sides. He starts backing up. Hey, just, (laughs) I know this is all Uh, very scary, mm -mm. but listen, and Mm. I want to snap the gun out of his hand. You go to snatch the gun out of his hand and he staggers backwards and falls across the line of salt and silver on the ground. And as soon as he breaks this barrier, you hear this moan erupt from the spirit at the center of the circle. He turns and looks at her in a panic and she holds up a hand and clenches it shut and a bright light appears and starts to move towards him. Can I... Do I know what this is? Can I observe this? Can I try to figure out if this is... Is this bad for all of us or just bad for him? There's no rule here. You've seen A Christmas Carol. Jacob Marley was specific to Scrooge. Whoever this woman is is specific to Mr. Hart. And she has been freed from this corrupting circle. And she has just called the ghost of Christmas past. And it is moving towards Mr. Hart on the ground. I don't know if you're going to thank us for this, but you're going to come out the other side better. And... The glowing light touches him, and he vanishes. The woman in chains looks at all of you. Thank you. It was so painful I could feel the others trying to get to me. They were being corrupted somehow, lashing out, but all is as it should be now. I try to snap a picture with my phone subtly. I hide the exorcism book behind my back. I don't want to upset her. What happens to you now? I am damned to carry these chains that I forged in life. But if I can aid enough others, others that I knew in breaking theirs, mine might become lighter. Okay, so really no tricks. You're trying to teach him something. Many don't want to learn until it's too late. That's sure true. You hear wind coming down the corridor, around the door and into this room, as this woman starts to fade away. And just for a brief moment, you glimpse two other figures that seemed to take up position in the corner of this room, one wreathed in garland and the other draped in a long black cloak. They fade back into the shadows and task your cell phone rings. Oh my God, I answer it. All right, I got all my shopping done. You guys all set? Yeah, bub, uh, almost done. We're saying goodbye to some friends and we'll come grab you. Nice. Seeing anything else weird down there? No. Great, great. Love you, buddy. See you in a bit. Merry Christmas. Yeah, you too. I'm going to see you in a second. Yeah, I know. Just shut up and take it. 
And that brings us to end of session experience. Woo! Hey, so did we conclude the current mystery? Yes. Yeah, we did. What, yeah, what was it? What was going on? Christmas there, Carol, baby. Yeah, there was a there yeah. was a like a a Grinch scenario inside of a Christmas Carol scenario. Man, his heart because that's his name is going to grow. We did it. Oh, he's going to get wicked tall. <laughs> that heart grew three sizes. <laughs> um, did you save someone from certain death or worse? Many people. Yeah, all of the people in the mall for yeah, sure. Yeah, everybody here. Assuming this goes how we think it's going to go, we've saved him from the terrible fate of being a greedy curmudgeon. Yeah, monster capitalist. Yeah. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yeah, that these three ghosts are in this world like they're a story about something real. Yeah. Love that. And uh, did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Yeah, I can't think of anything profound. Yeah, that's fair. So everybody gets two points of experience. Uh, does anybody level up? Yes, I do. <laughs> yep. Good Lord. What are you going to take? Twice in one, in one mystery, in one episode. Jake, when it comes to you leveling up, the spirits did it all in one night. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was the end, but I need to know what you're going to take, and we need to talk about some other stuff. This is your Christmas present. But just imagine... <laughs> That on that joke, we faded out of the episode. <laughs> Just start to play the theme music and then, and then come right back in. Uh, I'm going to take a move from another playbook from the initiate. I'm going to take Helping Hand. When you successfully help out another hunter, they get plus two instead of the usual plus one. Oh, nice. And I am boosting my weird from a negative one to a goose egg. All right. Does anybody have any questions about the mystery or anything you want to know? What would Tass and I have seen if we had gotten trapped by the vacant throne? Oh. So the vacant seat is when you are touched by one of the ill whims. The ill whims were the minions in this. Um, as I said, this was a phenomenon. The phenomenon was that a poorly constructed ward was corrupting the presence of these spirits. So the vacant seat, which again is a, a line from A Christmas Carol, is... Uh, giving the hunters a vision of a future they fear is waiting for them at the end of their days. This creates a physical ramification. Um, and so just kind of off the cuff, I liked the idea of for Jake it being no matter what weapon it is, what kind of chosen God, whatever, that somehow it still doesn't work, that that would be the thing that's kind of his fear at the end of the day of the story that you're all doing. For Megan, it was the the loss of that loved one of the grandpa in the, in the cold house, it feeling empty and it not being there for her anymore. Um, for Kim, it would have been basically the fall of, of Strom again, that it would have been just living that over and over again through every different version of Kim's throughout the the multiverse. And for Tass, it was going to simply be being the chosen and not knowing the decision to make when the time came to make that final decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's it. So yeah, just little, <laughs> little in-character stuff that I thought was a, a good kind of get you caught in a headspace. That was all the ghost of Christmas yet to come, the... The vacant seat was his ramification on this. And then um, the ghost of Christmas present was the one who was animating all of the things that people were currently in a um, capitalist way lusting over. Yeah. Um, so if you had you know, gone through more of them all, you would have found more various toys and things like that that people were trying to get that were getting animated with this. They were called ill whims. Oof. Man, can you imagine the wall of pop figures? Oh, Lord. And I do want to thank... 
my inspiration for this mystery, probably one of my favorite episodes of the real Ghostbusters ever, where the real Ghostbusters get called in by Ebenezer Scrooge to bust a ghost and thus disrupt A Christmas Carol and have to act it out themselves uh, to teach Scrooge a lesson. Nice. Good pull. Yeah. I loved task tapping out ipt and morse code man i I was feeling clever on that too like this is fbi like she's the boss she's gonna know what this means she's gonna be in oh beans oh no yep well thank you for joining us everybody we hope that you have had a safe and happy holiday season and we will see you next week for the starhold q a happy new year happy new year The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hey Dad, I've got a question for you and it makes me really frustrated. Mikey, the stars are wrong. We jumped two and a half times farther than we were supposed to. He's not a robot, right? He's an AI. They used you, yes, but they used me worse. I want to go home. How many minutes are in a while? Ask Your Father is available anywhere you get podcasts. Find out more at gideonmedia.com.